So today we're going to go to the Law of One, Session 36. <clears throat> session 36 was received March 10, 1981. 24 exchanges between Don and Ra. Uh, topics all quite centered on uh, what we are and what is the path and how we evolve, programming, higher self, uh, discussion of wanders, discussion of a little bit on meditation, back to the um, Third Reich to look further at Goering and Himmler, uh, and very, very, um, very resonant with um, what's really important as principles of soul evolution or soul progression, these topics. So, 36-0 all in brackets, maybe there was a tape problem. Ra says, I am Ra, I greet you in the love and the light of the one infinite creator. Brackets end, we communicate now. Don jumps into uh, some um, review of what was uh, discussed in the last session. 36.1, he says, in previous communications, you've spoken of the mind-body-spirit complex totality. Would you please give us a definition of the mind-body-spirit complex totality? Other way that Ra has um, spoken that is mind-body-spirit beingness totality complex. And these are the three the three levels of the octave self. The uh, the manifestation of self-consciousness, the sense of self, sense of identity, in the octave, seven-dimensional, seven-dimensional self. One is mind-body-spirit, or mind-body-spirit complex. The other one is beingness, its higher self. Atman, late six density. The third is totality, being, or the totality complex, or the teacher of higher self in seventh density, which is nearly um, infinite in awareness, and, uh, you know, an inch from the logos. And that's what Don was questioning. Ra answers, I'm Ra. There is a dimension in which time does not have sway. In this dimension, the mind-body-spirit, in its eternal dance of the present, may be seen in totality, in toto. And before the mind-body-spirit complex, which then becomes a part of the social memory complex, is willingly absorbed into the allness of the one creator, the entity knows itself in its totality. This is in seventh density. This mind-body-spirit to complex totality functions as, shall we say, a resource for what you perhaps would call the higher self. So it's a resource above higher self. The higher self, in turn, is a resource for examining the distillations of third density experience and programming further experience, program catalyst. This is also true of densities four, five, and six, with the mind-body-spirit complex totality coming into consciousness in the course of seventh density. So these are the three three different levels or uh, spheres, uh, spheres of awareness of the sense of self in the octave. The first we call mind-body-spirit complex, and that is, uh, you know, our sense of body and mind and access to spirit or spirit fields in third and fourth and fifth and, and, and early sixth density. Ra's basically saying it's true in densities four, five, and six also, meaning that there is, even in early sixth density, before fusion with higher self or achievement of higher self level, there is still some kind of triplicity 
or triad um, experienced of form, which is body, and consciousness, which is mind, and um, what what is the source of consciousness or before you know the the inspiration or or great resource for mind being spirit that triad uh, of a body and a sense of consciousness mind sentience and uh, a source to that mind or the uh, the heavenly flow uh, of of light light love intelligent energy that may inspire mind that's called spirit complex that mind body spirit complex triad exists three four five and early six in sixth density we have what's called higher self being this complex perfect balance or excellent balance love wisdom awareness of unity the unified self and seven is a totality complex or the totality beingness which is the resource for higher self and so uh, Ross saying that seventh dimension is comparable to time not having sway actually higher self is sort of outside time it's on the border higher self is aware of, of linear time and also the timeless in seventh density uh, it's fully outside the temporal sequence it's beyond higher self and that's why it's called totality and it's the resource or the teacher or the uh, North Star Polaris light um, inspiration for higher self so this is the difference between Bodhisattva and Buddha the difference between the master of the temple and his invisible uh, teacher <laughs> so the difference between six and seven uh, <clears throat> higher self makes use of contact or information from totality complex seventh density to do co program catalyst and that's the same thing like astrology right look at one's birth chart astrological configurations highly complex obviously now uh, you could actually, and, and Hindu Vedic astrologers can sometimes do a better job of this than the Western astrologers, to see uh, exactly how uh, the astrological configuration is is a extremely um, extremely uh, accurate picture of of the major influences and uh, tendencies and even experiences and plans for each incarnation and that's done by herself as program catalyst but very heavily with assistance of the seventh density totality complex so anyway the seventh density totality infinity man um, is a resource for higher self while higher self is a resource for us or mind body spirit complex which is the evolving soul, we can say, soul progression, from three, four, five, and early six. And Ra focuses on uh, the type of resource or the usage, our usage of the resource of higher self as examining distillations of third density or, you know, sub, sub six density experience. The distillations means, uh, what's this all about? You know, what can I learn from the present moment how what can I see and observe and know more deeply in the present moment about me and creation and and uh, you know phenomena and consciousness uh, that's you know the distillations is, is the essential learning 
um, available in each moment, and also the the refined knowing of of what's happening um, in terms of any any knowing. It's refined knowing, and then also higher self helps program further experience or program catalyst. So anyway, the main point is that there are these three levels of the self or sense of self or identity or sentience in the octave. And Buddha, Gautama, Nityananda, guys who are at that, you know, who, who finished the work, are finished with identity too. There is no more identity for them. There is no more arising of consciousness or self-consciousness or the identification of identification process of mind itself. So this is all transient. 36.2. Then would the mind-body-spirit complex totality, seventh density being, or to total totality being, would it be responsible for programming changes and catalysts during, say, a third density experience of the mind-body-spirit complex so that the proper catalyst would be added as conditions for that complex change during 3D experience? Is it correct? Ross says it's incorrect, so be careful. Don't just because Don's a great guy doesn't mean all the questions are right or he, his views are right, that's why he's asking. Uh, who does the programming and how does 6 and 7 or higher self and the totality being interact to create or program catalyst or make changes during a, a lifetime? <clears throat> Ross says, the higher self, as you call it, that is, that self with, which exists with full understanding of the accumulation of experiences of the entity, this higher self. Higher self aids the entity in achieving healing of the experiences which have not been learned properly and assists, as you have indicated, in further life experience programming, as you may call it. I'll go to this. Is, these are all very weighty answers. Uh, two more paragraphs, uh, 36.2 reply. Bob goes on. The mind-body-spirit complex totality is that which may be called upon by the higher self aspect, just as the mind-body-spirit complex calls upon higher self. In the one case, meaning the calling of higher self to the seventh density totality, in the one case you have a structured situation with the, within the space-time continuum with the higher self having available to it the totality of experiences which have been collected by an entity and a very firm grasp of the lessons to be learned in this density. Um, I'm not sure why they talked about in the one case but not in the other case. Third paragraph, the mind-body-spirit complex totality, so now we're talking about it itself, is as the shifting sands and is in some part a collection of parallel developments of the same entity. This information is made available to the higher self aspect this aspect, meaning higher self, may then use these projected probability, possibility vortices in order to better aid in what you would call future life programming. So we're talking about the relationship between the evolving soul or mind-body-spirit complex and higher self in late 60 and higher self teacher or resource seventh density totality, self totality being. Higher self has full understanding of all our experiences. Now, it's very important to know you are higher self. Ross said there are like three points in the circle. Uh, I would say uh, if you imagine a sphere like a sun, a small sun, the totality of that is the seventh density totality being's natural awareness. 
it's um, fully aware seven dimensionally. Higher self is it seems moderately fully aware six dimensionally. Body mind spirit complex, if we're here in 3D physical now, is only aware third dimensionally. We can open the channels, you know, to deep mind and higher self and higher dimensional knowing and this and that. But in general, we're, you know, we're in a 3D physical form. So uh, these are three different spheres. And so in the great, in the sun, the whole sphere uh, projected in front of us, we can say the awareness of all of that is the seventh density totality complex awareness. Within that, um, there's a, a contraction, a little bit of contraction or another concentric sphere within it we call higher self, and a more contracted or smaller sphere of light, of awareness, we may call the 3D or a mind-body-spirit complex. So these are three levels of, uh, of seven-dimensional awareness, but what, what higher self knows, you may consciously know too. Gautama, great masters, they, uh, you know, have become one with higher self or they're working six-dimensionally, no doubt. Now, that doesn't, you know, it's very complicated, all sorts of details, but uh, what higher self knows, you may know too. Don't forget it, because uh, that's why I say, if you want to know something, ask yourself. Ask your higher self. Ask your true self. Look into your deep mind. There's no limit to your knowing possible. There's no, poten there's no limit to the potential. There's no limit to the potential of knowing. Zero limit. None. The question is, well, how much work have you done? So, higher self exists with full understanding of the accumulation of our past lives uh, and helps with achieving healing of experiences not yet learned properly means not healed. So, healing equals learning. Self-healing is a form of self-learning. Life lessons equals self-healing. Self-healing equals uh, release of blockages of, uh, you know, particularly one, two, three. First, second, third ray. Ray zi, the personal self, right? Uh, identification with body and form, physical feelings, sense of emotional life and uh, personal self, and uh, social interaction, interaction with others and group. That's the personal self, chakras one, two, three, mainly, and um, the healing of that is the heart of life learning or life lessons. And higher self also helps with further life experience programming, program catalysts for future lives, and on the fly during an incarnation, as we talked about with Roosevelt. On the other hand, uh, MBS complex totality, mind-body-spirit complex totality, the seventh density uh, totality being, uh, is called upon by higher self, just as we may call upon higher self, and <clears throat> uh, the structured situation with time within time space continuum i believe actually relates to the higher self relation to the evolving uh, soul or mind body spirit complex which is uh within or fully aware of space time continuum and higher self knowing all our past experiences knows exactly how we've developed and how we're stuck knows exactly how we got to be where we are now exactly why we have all reactions in any situation. Any personal reactivity in any situation whatsoever 
is knowable as to how we got to that and how we can unravel and heal it. Completely available. The question is how much work have you done? And then higher self has this very firm grasp of the lessons to be learned in this density and of course in four, five, and six to its own position. So higher self rod said is like a like um, a roadmap. Higher self knows how it gets how to get to higher self. <laughs> higher self Atman knows um, how we got where we are exactly where we are which means exactly the condition of a seven chakras being in late 6d higher self is aware of uh, chakra conditions associated with first second third fourth fifth and sixth density and that's enough and uh, it knows the way to freedom from uh, all you know distortion associated with the first six chakras that's pretty good uh, and so <clears throat> Um, a grasp of the lessons to be learned equals an understanding of what self-healing requires right now for each of us in all ways to be free of distortion or lower chakra blockage. Then, on the other hand, uh, MBS totality or the seventh density para-atman uh, para-atman uh, para para-atman, meaning beyond Atman, is um, a little bit like um, infinity, like the shifting sands, uh, a collection of parallel developments of the same entity. This is an even bigger <clears throat> uh, map because it has all the possible routes that we've, that, that are, have taken, have been taken and can be, can be taken from goal to destination or from uh, origin to destination from 3D to 6D into 7D and out into the next octave. Um, but but it understands in terms of the past um, also what could have been. And this is also a very a useful kind of life review during the incarnation, as we are now, to look at how I would have been different, how my life would have been different if I uh, took that path or made that decision that I didn't make or didn't take before. If I um, went with that job, if I married that person, if I had rejected that, this situation, this opportunity, if I had gone this way instead of the way, the other, you know, the way, one way instead of the way I went. Very, very helpful. Higher self, um, may know that somewhat, these, you know, parallel developments, but it's, it, that's not really the work of higher self, the really of knowing you know, parallel potentiality. But really, the work of higher self is evolving itself through its guidance of soul progression to sixth density. Anyway, uh, seventh density beingness, or totality complex, actually, uh, totality being, uses its understanding of uh, infinity, <laughs> infinite possibility vortices to aid higher self in future life programming. Don 36.3 uh, asks about uh, this view relation to Seth material books, which I recommend. Um, I respect them. I don't think it's um, as path-oriented as the raw material, but it's very helpful. And I think there's some, you know, Jane Roberts as a conscious channel was, I think, less distorted or, or more distorted than Carla, meaning less uh, out of the way. She was uh, somewhat more present 
in mind during the channelings with Seth than Carla was. Carla didn't even know. Nobody in the room knew some vocabulary used in the channeling with Ra. But uh, despite, you know, the shortcomings, and if you hear Jane Roberts uh, channeling, you can actually find a YouTube video of, of a live recording of her channeling. It's very uh, scary. <laughs> There's something going on there that is not right. So I'm not sure what that is, meaning her voice is very... And it's a little bit weird, but the teachings are, seem pretty good to me. But they're not exactly path-oriented. They're really the view from Atman, the view of consciousness and of the path as seen um, uh, as, as exploration of consciousness, the nature of consciousness. So, 36.3. Out of the Seth material, we have a statement here, quote, Seth says that each entity here on Earth is one aspect or part of a higher self or oversoul. So in Seth material, oversoul can be equated to higher self, Ratman. Oversoul, which has many aspects or parts of many dimensions, all of which learn lessons which enable higher self to progress in a balanced manner. Am I understand? Am I to understand from this? Is it correct that there are, shall we say, possibly many experiences similar to the one we experience here in 3D, that are governed by a single higher self? Is it correct? It's our common view, of course, that one higher self has many evolving mind-body-spirit complexes, or souls, or beings that are projections of it, or manifestations of the higher self along the path of evolution, guiding. That's normally, I think, the way it is. Ra explains, the correctness of this statement is variable. The more in balance an entity becomes, the less the possibility, probability, vortices may need to be explored in parallel experiences. That's a hardcore statement. Um, this may actually doesn't explain, doesn't really answer the way Don was asking the question. He was really wondering, uh, is it true that each of us here can be seen as one aspect of a higher self that has many aspects in many dimensions, like all evolve, you know, multiple evolving souls under the guidance of one higher self? Uh, and, uh, but then he brings in the question of possibly many experiences, not progression, not, not particular lines of soul evolution or souls on their own lines of evolution, uh, under one higher self, but many experiences similar governed by higher self, single higher self, which really brings in the question of, uh, parallel, um, parallel lines of a single soul's evolution. And Ra's basically making the statement that the more in balance we become, the less we may, we would need to explore uh, possibility, probability, vortices in parallel experience. <laughs> Meaning, <clears throat> uh, when you're more, and we, we can see that I see this, I think, in a personal life, the more centered a person is, uh, the less knowledge they need. <laughs> the, the less they, you know, I, uh, the more they know and um, don't need to uh, explore for the purpose of knowing, because there's more knowing. So if, if there's very significant balance, uh, meaning love-wisdom balance, meaning uh, broad awareness and acceptance uh, of you know much of one's being and creation, 
there's less need for exploring anything because there's there's more uh, the sphere of awareness is already quite great and so <clears throat> this Ra's answer doesn't really address Don's question directly you can say that the more evolved a higher self the fewer the souls under its guidance it needs you can say that the more balanced each evolving soul is the less uh, the fewer uh, multiple evolving souls under a single under a single higher self it needs to be a part of it doesn't need to be a part of perhaps within under the umbrella of a single higher self with multiple spokes or multiple radiatory lines of soul evolution of souls evolving uh, a certain being doesn't need to be a part of that anymore as it becomes more balanced we'll explain more 36 4 so this is real esoteric Don says, do I understand from this then that the higher self or oversoul may break down into numerous units if the experience is required to what we would call simultaneously experience different types of catalysts and then oversee these experiences. So now we're talking about the, the relative degree of balance of a higher self, which may or may not need multiple evolving lines of souls progressing, multiple lines of, of uh, you know, soul evolution, souls evolving under its uh, aegis, under its umbrella, in its guidance sphere, sphere of guidance, the more evolved a higher self would be, the less, the fewer the entities it would need to be oversouling to, oversold to. Likewise, I would think, again, uh, the more evolved the soul moving to the higher self level, um, the fewer the guides it needs and the fewer um, need, you know, the, it has less need to be part of some kind of collective uh, multi-soul evolution program of a higher self. So this is really, all this is real subtle. Ra's answer is, this is a statement, meaning does higher self break down into numerous units? Is there, are there many, under, many souls progressing under the guidance of a single other soul? It's the Rasa, this is a statement we cannot say to be correct or incorrect due to the confusions of what you call time. That's another matter. Ra goes on. True simultaneity, meaning all is now, or now is all. True simultaneity is available only when all things are seen to be occurring at once. Now, this overshadows the concept of what you speak, which is uh, about multiplicity in uh, linearity multiple, the experience of multiple souls evolving in apparently linear progression. That project, that experience is also impermanent and um, born of, born of ignorance, <laughs> born of avidya. That's also a construct or subskara. The experience of multiple souls evolving in multiple domains over, uh, you know, linear sequence time. So, true simultaneity is really what higher self knows, and the seventh density one also. Ross said, the concept of various parts of the being, living experiences of varying natures simultaneously, is not precisely accurate. Due to your experience that this would indicate that this was occurring with true simultaneity, this is not the case. Hmm? We'll look at that again. The case is from universe to universe. That might mean dimension to dimension and parallel existences 
can be programmed by the higher self, given the information available from the mind-body-spirit complex totality, seventh density source, regarding the possibility, prob the probability, possibility vortices at any crux. Have that for a sentence. So, <clears throat> hidden hand, you better be reading tightly. True simultaneity. Um, true simultaneity is beyond our concept of true simultaneity. You know, uh, the Tao that can be formulated is is not the true Tao. The name that's named is not true name. These are the first lines of Tao uh, Te Ching, Yi Ching, Tao uh, Te Ching Lao Tzu. Uh, what Ra is saying is that um, the concept we have, which we can imagine now, is various parts, right? We can see a higher self like uh, a sun with sun beams and rays radiating all out from it as lines of soul progression of multiple evolving souls moving up to higher self under one single higher self the rays of the sun uh, like the spokes of an umbrella you know coming out from the hub or the source radiating in all directions as you know apparently separate lines of evolution this is a concept and this concept doesn't apply to the knowing of higher self and its seventh uh, teacher so ross said the concept of various parts of the being living experiences of varying nature simultaneously this concept is not precisely accurate due to your understanding that this would indicate that this was occurring with true simultaneity this is not the case um, I'm not really sure what Ra means, but it seems that uh, our conceptualization of, of, of time, if it's part of our concept or view of true simultaneity, is wrong. Because there really is no time. There is no evolution. There is no linearity or sequentiality or soul progression, progressive change. There is no progressive change in true simultaneity. There is no change. There is no evolution in the view of true simultaneity beyond the concept of parts having differences all at the same time, all under one. That whole thing is is not true simultaneity. So our sense, you know, the true simultaneity that can be spoken is not the true simultaneity. <laughs> so, same as what Lao Tzu said. Uh, if we think that there are parts, and we think that they're different, and we think that they're evolving in time and space in a progressive linear way as sequence, under one being, and it's all, it's all now, if we think of it like that, it's wrong. We have to, more so would be, in, I think, a view like a tapestry. You can recognize multiple threads in a tapestry, but actually it's only one tapestry. And you can trace a thread from one point to another on the tapestry, but from the view of the entirety of the tapestry, uh, it's simply one. It's simply one field. It's a unified field. If you want to examine, uh, if you if you have the view that there are elements, you can find them. And if you have the view that there's a right and a left, or a beginning and an end, you can find it. But actually, from the view of the unified tapestry. It's just a tapestry, and there is no change, and there is no evolution. 
I think that that's what Ra is um, moving to. And how the heck could Seth explain that? It's, it's you know, true simultaneity is not our view of it. Uh, and it's very radical. And these are the kind of radical recognitions or perceptions that also come in deeper meditation. There is no, you know, there is no distinct, um, obje uh, you know, object relations in space. Meaning, all that I consider outer space outside my body is not uh, constituted of, of objects. We can call, we can identify objects, but it's actually an, on a unified field. Anyway, this goes very subtle. The final point is that Ross says the case, the case, meaning the case of how we, how there is a, a, a unitary higher self and what appears to be multiple souls evolving to it and, and the differences with different be different levels of evolution of a soul and a higher self, how that that uh, relationship or that configuration is different according to different levels of a, of a soul and different levels of development of a higher self, both. Um, that's what Ra means, but the case is, is from universe to universe. It's different. And, and you can say that a self is a universe. Mind-body-spirit complex, we, as we are not only the we, the us that we're aware of, but also higher self, six, and also totality, complex seven, all of that is us, and that's a universe. So the case is from universe to universe, or totality to totality, parallel existences can be programmed by higher self, it can experience uh, time and um, space or uh, separative, uh, the experience of separative beings and the experience of apparent time or linear sequence. It can do that if it wants, given available information from the totality complex in 70 regarding um, what is possible or what's best at any moment. <laughs> so that's what Ra's saying, I think. <clears throat> And uh, you can see that this is, you know, it's impossible to make these things all clear to whatever extent I made it clear um, within the space of, of a single raw session, uh, channeling session with LNL group, because it's it's all needs to be heavily unpacked. 36.5, we'll finish, <laughs> hopefully we're going to finish half of this session today. 36.5, <clears throat> Don asked, could you give an example of an entity possibly one from our historical past, possibly an entity that you might choose if you don't wish to name one, and give an example of how this type of programming by higher self would then bring about the education of or something through parallel experiences. So he's asking a historical figure, uh, how higher self programming, how that relates to parallel experiences. Ra presents and says 36 Perhaps the simplest example of this is the apparent, apparent, apparent simultaneity of existence of two selves, which are in truth one self at the same time space is this, the oversoul or higher self seems to exist simultaneously with the mind-body-spirit complex which it aids. So it seems that these are two beings that exist in the same time. It seems that. Ra said, this is not actually simultaneous, um, meaning our view of it is not simultaneous. For the higher self in our view is moving to the mind-body-spirit complex as needed 
which we experience from a position in development of the entity which would be considered in the future of this entity if we're in the the paradigm of linear sequence then we have past present future then we can say higher self is in the future well to me raw, raw added doesn't really help much if you want to look at that we can say that higher self is what we will become in the future for wanderers many wanderers coming from sixth density um, higher self is our own spirit complex different higher self level is who we were before we took the 3d form meaning we were late sixth density beings too so it's a little different but um you you know you've got you you've got the reality which can't be put into words and then the philosophy of our words that don't explain reality truly but approximate it so the simple example here of apparent simultaneity apparent simultaneity it means that it isn't really simultaneity not you see you can't really speak of of these things you can't speak of what's beyond time and space from the methods of time and space called concept called naming activity you can't talk about what what is the the reality of of cessation of consciousness from the position of consciousness and conscious conceptuality you just can't do that that's why it's called absolute view that's why the zen masters would hit you you know because all concepts are wrong so meaning they don't express uh, the the comprehensive reality um, that is beyond um, you know formulation of thought but gnosis is gnostic is of direct seeing as it is now so this apparent simultaneity of two selves you know it doesn't matter if we don't understand this fully <laughs> this is all way above their density requirements anyway simul this so the simple example Ross talking about of apparent simultaneity which means not real simultaneity but we think it may be um, which are in truth and here's um, what Ra is saying is that our notions of simultaneity are not true simultaneity but what's in truth true is that there's one self at the same time meaning there is no sequence of time the three levels of self 70 60 and are right now evolving 3d mind body spirit complex and 60 on and 70 totality this is one being at one time not three beings in time but Ross said you know one example of this apparent simultaneity which is really wrong view is the common view that higher self exists simultaneously with which uh, with us with us which it aids um, it's not actually simultaneous and I believe again that what Ra is saying is that our concept of this and our formulation of how it is isn't an example of true simultaneity because in our view higher self comes from what we could be called the future so to really understand you know these things it it, it can't be formulated in words because any any word or thought form formulation um, comes from specific perception not um, not boundless perception if you want to understand something fully you have to have completely unlimited perception and our perceptions are all limited therefore we're only seeing some things 
and formulating our view of reality based on partial perception, limited perception. So Don pushes further at 36.6, then the higher self operates from the future as we understand things, right, from our view of time. In other words, my higher self would operate from what I consider to be my future. Is it correct? Ross says, from the standpoint of your time space or from, I would say, from your standpoint of your view and experience of space-time, this is correct. So we're talking about what is and then um, the, the nature of our formulations of what is. 36.7. In that case, my higher self would have a very large advantage in knowing precisely what was needed since it would know what, as far as I'm concerned, what was going to happen. Is it correct? Ross said it is incorrect in that this would be an abrogation of free will, meaning violation of free will. The higher self aspect is aware of the lessons learned through the sixth density, all the way up to its position. The progress rate is fairly well understood, meaning the rate of beings on the path and, uh, and with different choice patterns on path. The choices which must be made to achieve the higher self as it is are in the provenance of the mind-body-spirit complex itself, meaning uh, the choices to get there in the time view, the view of temporal evolution, the choices uh, that are made in that apparent sequence are within the, the you know, are, are left to and given to mind-body-spirit complex itself, not higher self. Thus, the higher self is like the map in which the destination is known, the roads are very well known, these roads being designed by intelligent infinity working through intelligent energy the root of the seven rays. However, higher self aspect can program only for the lessons and certain predisposing limitations, if it wishes. The remainder is completely the free choice of each entity. There's the perfect balance between the known and the unknown. So, higher self is like a map, is like a, is like a uh, self-aware uh, map that um, understands uh, uh, current location and destination, understands the multiple ways of going from current location to destination, understands um, the uh, minute, continual movements uh, of uh, the agent, the one that goes from the apparent uh, origin to destination and how to work with those depending on the um, qualification of the soul evolving to have more higher more or less higher self-involvement the more you work the more higher self will help you God helps those who help themselves the more you the more you work on your own without depending on other the more higher self would be very happy to help and will intervene more in this way or that, to the one who deserves it uh, by their own commitment to continued soul evolution, their own evolution. Um, surely, um, bringing benefit to others or being a benefit to others and also uh, continuing to look within and know thyself and to go beyond getting stuck to keep seeking and keep seeking and keep seeking. Higher self is very happy to help that one. So, but Ra says it higher self can only program can program only for lessons and certain predisposing limitations, uh, and so that's the 
the the management of karmic return, the management of karmic precipitation, the time arrangement of um, karmic uh, in karmic karmic um, cycling. Higher self, in some ways, manages um, the karmic sequence of karmic return, <clears throat> and that's you know there's so much to say about this, but this is just intro. But in general, um, we have lots of free choice, or we feel we do, and so there's <clears throat> this balance between the known and the unknown. The higher self is the known, <laughs> and we, under the veil and seeing a sense of, of past, present, future which is a mistaken view, uh, but that's all we can experience. Uh, we are living more in the unknown, <laughs> moving to the known. <clears throat> a couple more questions. Uh, maybe we'll finish half here today. 36.8, Don says, I'm sorry for having so much trouble with these concepts, but they're pretty difficult to, to translate. True, I'm sure, into our understanding language. And some of my questions may be rather ridiculous, but this does this higher self have a physical vehicle? Or some type of vehicle, like our physical, does it have a bodily complex? Ross says it is correct. And actually, this is the the hint that the triad of a mind of a body mind spirit form or body mind spirit complex does exist still in sixth density, meaning um, the the seven the distinction of seven chakras that can be considered mind body spirit complex in three D. I believe has resolved into the three, but there's still a sense of form or body, consciousness, awareness of mind, and potential or source energy, spirit, uh, triadism still exists in sixth density, late sixth density for higher self. It seems it hasn't fully returned, it hasn't fully unified, obviously. Ross said this is correct, meaning it has a physical vehicle or a a body level form. It's an energy, of course, it's not flesh. Ross said the higher self is of a certain advancement within sixth density going to seventh. After the seventh has been well entered, the mind body spirit complex, meaning um, even this higher self, Atman, is still triadic. And that's very interesting. And that's why um, the path is not finished, obviously. But after seventh density has been well entered, the mind-body-spirit complex, at this point, Atman, is so totally becomes so totally a mind-body-spirit complex totality, meaning it's uh, infinitized itself, it's become infinitized totality, that it begins to gather spiritual mass and approach the octave density. The looking backwards is finished at that point. Thus, the looking backwards is finished. And that's why anybody who says, I'm from seventh density, my channel told me so. My psychic told me so. My uh, commander ET told me so. This person is deluded. So, uh, <clears throat> if we're looking at a seven-dimensional model, um, people who you know, no one, no one uh, returns from seventh density. However, there are guardians in eight and and um, you know avatara and um, para you know paramahansa <laughs> paramahansas uh, who come back. Uh, as representatives of the Logos, who really are 8th density beings. But it seems that the nature of 7th density, um, being a transition from this octave to the next, it really is the bridge, I think, to intelligent infinity. Uh, it's the swoon of infinitizing 
it's an infinitizing swoon or the swoon uh, of of entering infinity uh, from that realm no one gets out no one leaves but later when they're in eighth density they can partake in the in the octave again I think it's just um, in the phase of seventh density uh, looking backwards or looking at looking at temporality or, or time <clears throat> is not involved it's really looking at infinity <laughs> being coming infinity means seeing infinity and um, the the full integration of all light that we consider linear sequence or spatial distinction time and space past present future and me and you and this and that those divisions don't exist in seventh density awareness uh, and therefore it's not possible to look backwards but in eighth density the guys put it into order again and um, realizes that these are different modulations of infinity 36.9, we're going to have to end soon. Is the higher self of every entity of a sixth density nature? Ross says it's correct. So higher self, Atman, equals 60 being. This is an honor duty of self to self as one approaches seventh density. <clears throat> so we are the same as we are. We are the self that higher self is. Just uh, we have limited perception and energy development. 36.10, well, let me be sure I understand this. Da, 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 da. Um, we were speaking of George Patton in a previous communication, then his higher self at the time of his incarnation here as George Patton about 40 years ago, his higher self was at six ten, at the time six density. Is it correct? It's correct. Ross says this is correct. We make note at this time that each entity has several beings upon which to call for inner support. That doesn't mean several higher selves. It means multiple inner dimensional higher dimensional invisible helpers. Any of these may be taken by an entity to be the mind-body-spirit complex totality. However, this is not the case. Meaning, <clears throat> if you think that any entity, truly benevolent entity that appears to you or guides you is always your higher self, it's not true. It could be, may not be. The mind-body-spirit complex totality, seventh density be, uh, totality being, is a nebulous collection of all that may occur held in understanding, total potentiality. The higher self aspect, so now we're going from seven to six, the higher self itself is a projection or manifestation of mind-body-spirit complex totality. Mm -hmm, that's interesting. So the sixth density midway Atman uh, identity awareness is a projection. A manifestation of mind body spirit complex totality the seventh density self which the higher self then may communicate further down with mind body spirit or mind body spirit complex during the disincarnate part of a cycle of rebirth meaning out of incarnation or during the incarnation may communicate atman may if proper pathways or channels through the roots of mind are open <clears throat> and that's the point what higher self knows you may know too because you are one meanwhile uh, that oneness won't be known or manifest uh, unless we um, open the proper uh, pathways or channels through the roots of mind, which really means, uh, you know, integration of matrix of mind, the potentiator of mind, cards one and two in the two row, which really means, as always, uh, clearance of first, second, third chakra blockages, and development of four, five, and 
uh, linkage to 6 and activation of 6 ray and linkage to 4, 5. Then, uh, mind, the true mind knowing, true mind activity, which is pretty much the blue-green center, 5th ray, 4th ray, uh, heart mind, the heart mind, um, may access uh, totality and what higher self knows and is, which uh, is accessed by 6th ray, 6th dimension or the resonance of six ray and six dimensional higher self. That can that <clears throat> interplay happens out of birth, out of body and in body. It, it happens after death and it happens right now to the extent that we've done that work. The proper pathways really simply means clearance of one, two, three blockages and uh, activation imbalance four five, love wisdom, heart mind, heart knowing, and um, approaching totality, or really approaching unity, awareness of uh, all is one, one is all, I am one, uh, all is all is the one, and um, this I is a, is a face of that too. Finally, this will be the last question, 3611, these channels would then be opened by meditation, and I'm assuming that intense polarization would help in this, is it correct? Ross says it's partially correct. Intense polarization does not necessarily develop in the mind-body-spirit complex, meaning evolving soul or us. Intense polarization doesn't necessarily develop the will or need to contact over soul. So Ra's using Seth's term. Each path of life experience is unique. Each one's path is unique. However, given the polarization, the will is greatly enhanced and vice versa. So, um, there's a difference between um, <coughs> opening... <clears throat> excuse me, opening contact with the, the mind of higher self and um, the dynamics of intense positive polarization. So we're talking on the positive path here. It's a little different for the negatives, and we'll get that to that next time. Uh, a person who's intensely polarized positive, meaning they're really committed to self-healing and service to other, um, may or may not uh, develop or need uh, the will or the seeking to contact higher self. That may not be part of um, how the, that person thinks they need to evolve. <clears throat> they may not be aware of higher self, or they may not be that clear about this, but they're very clear that they want to be clear, and they're very clear that they want to be good to others. They're very clear that virtue and self-development is their path, or is their life, is their purpose of their life but they may not be thinking to higher contact higher self. So each path of life experience, each personal path is unique, obviously. The path is one, but the, um, the way each being traverses it and all the subtle activity done uh, by each being on their path, on the one path, is unique. So each being is a unique uh, manifestation of seven-ray activity, on the one path, positive or negative, on the one path, um, each person's uh, subtle decision, every, each person's decisions obviously are different, and their own, what, what constitutes balance for each person is different. I may be doing something and be in balance that you may do and go out of balance. Uh, some people may be very balanced in one way and very imbalanced in another. Um, what's balanced for one is not the same as for another. So this is very subtle. 
However, given polarization, meaning the person really is committed to a path, positive or negative, the will is greatly enhanced, yes, and vice versa, meaning will, uh, will the enhancement of will leads to or strengthens polarization, and the commitment to one's path of polarization, with love or without, seeking true oneness, reality, benefit for all, or seeking power and control and domination, full spectrum dominance, seeking either, um, is a manifestation of strengthened will, and is a cause to strengthen will, and uh, strengthening of will in general is a catalyst or is a precursor to development of polarity, and that's why you'll see some moderately evolved humans involved in certain life decision in certain life occupations that seem lowly or crude or unintelligent um, you know like even sports the hell is the value of sports for soul evolution like you know I'm a I'm a quarterback or I'm a linebacker well for that soul at its own level of development whatever that may be high or low uh, it may well be that that's an important arena for continued learning and it may simply be that the person can develop strengthening will, strengthen will thereby, by their commitment to that occupation. And that strengthening of will will, lead, will facilitate uh, further positive or negative polarization in a future life for that soul. So polarization and will are, are very uh, well linked. Anyway, um, this is just an introduction to Ra's comments on Oversoul. Uh, it's nice to blend Ra's perspective with Seth's a bit. Well, Ra didn't refute it, I wouldn't say. Um, they just qualified it, or qualified their explanation of it, or what it is. They're, they're talking about um, the nature of higher self, and the um, relation between a higher self and the evolving soul. Ra was saying that <clears throat> uh, the it's the seventh density entity, the totality complex, um, that experiences um, parallel prob parallel probability or possibility lines more directly than higher self. Uh, <clears throat> That's the, that's the aspect of self, the seventh density mind or awareness, that really is living in some integration of parallel probability-possibility situations. Uh, living in that, it is, um, you know, it, it's awareness of that, of, of those parallelisms, parallelism of possibility, probability, and all of this, choices and the past and all this that aids it in its helping of higher self as to the idea that there can be many souls evolving uh, under the the umbrella of a single higher self Ra said that it really depends on how you look at this <clears throat> that that our view of that being simultaneous is not really what true simultaneity is uh, and so it's not refuting it, it's just saying that our conception of it is not quite the truth. <clears throat> it, it does exist, 
um, there is there are parallel realities, but um, at a higher level of being, they're seen as one and not multiple. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think that's the only metaphysical teaching on earth that talks about that. The point is that you know, for the Hindus, Atman is the summit of evolution, and Gautama presenting Buddhism 2,500 years ago, went beyond Atman and said, that's not the end, um, and didn't talk about the seventh density self or some teacher of Atman, but um, basically said that, you know, uh, there is the unconditioned, and there is the fully unbound <clears throat> that, is, that is not subject to change or identification at all, and that's beyond Atman. And, but, uh, because Buddhism is really concerned with release from all rebirth, meaning all experience in the octave, I think, then there wasn't any discussion of what's beyond Atman other than the goal. But, to me, this discussion that there is a resource within the octave for higher self uh, to help us, uh, is obviously given by Ra because they really are at the level of higher self. <clears throat> so they can talk about their teacher, which is the seventh density awareness, totality. And it can just show you that, in my view, um, you can, I can see that there are no other channelings from late sixth density like this one because, except for Seth, the Seth material talks about um, sort of something above Oversoul, actually. And that's the notion, the same as Ra, I think, that there's a teacher to higher self within the octave. But on only a sixth density source could be able to talk about that. And uh, what you find with the majority of human channeling, new age channeling, is they don't even really know about higher self. <clears throat> they really don't. Because they, they're really <clears throat> deficient on wisdom still. And so, you know, this is just further support that Ra really is from higher self or from sixth density because they can talk about what's beyond that level in detail. This is a this is not a, a teaching that has been presented on Earth before, the teaching of the seventh density totality complex. Uh, but it is in line with the Seth material uh, in some ways. But the Seth material um, is not. It's a little bit more uh, poetic, and um, kind of free form discussion rather than raw being more disciplined and systematic. So yes, so just to repeat, somebody asked me to repeat questions um, on the YouTube editings. Um, yes, uh, Higher Self asks its totality complex seventh density resource for guidance on how to program catalysts and how to guide us evolving through the dimensions three through six to Higher Self in just the same way as we ask higher self or ask within you know the small the small still voice within you know, our conscience our soul our heart knowing we ask for guidance to you know understand our life and make good decisions so yes it's exactly the same well we can see from Ra's activity and the confederation six density groups that made intervention in what oh, yeah. <laughs> with the martians 75,000 years ago with the Atlanteans and crystal pyramid technology, with the Egyptians, you know, with uh, Tesla, with Einstein, with a whole bunch of them. 
at least the, the technology transfers, that they had uh, unintended consequences, in my view, uh, Guardian and Gautama and Nityananda and Eighth Density beings don't act where they're don't don't create don't don't act don't generate action that leads to unintended consequences. They know the consequences before the action, even though they don't infringe on free will. They know the results of free will before we experience the choice. Therefore, they don't um, have unintended consequences. That's you can see that with the life of Nityananda and Gautama. So yes, next time we'll start on thirty-six twelve and hopefully finish this session thirty-six. Uh, it's very uh, deep and subtle material, and I hope my talk has been helpful. So thanks for being here today. Uh, see you next time, and take good care of yourselves and good night.